0: Hello out there ladies, it's Rochelle with another episode of Unabashed You, where we as women get to talk about stuff. I fell in love with this woman when she reached out to me during a very painful time in my life. More on that in a future episode. She didn't have to be kind or thoughtful, but that's exactly who she is, as you will discover for yourself in this episode as you get to know Deborah. She has a passion for fashion, a deep desire for women to feel beautiful as they embrace their age while still being youthful and trendy. Well, welcome, Deborah. I am so happy to have you on the podcast. I have been looking forward to this for, well, so long, so long, weeks and weeks and months and months and even years, truth be told, because, you know, I've been wanting to do this for so long and I always, in my mind, knew you would be one of the first people I would want to have on because I... I know you will have a lot of uh, insight and a lot of things to share with the rest of us that we will want to hear. So let's take a moment to get to know you a little bit better. I'm going to ask you three words to describe yourself. Three words to describe yourself.
1: Oh, um, honest, creative, creative and um trustworthy.
0: Mm, mm, I agree with those. <laughs> I agree with us and there are many others, but that that's that's great. That's a wonderful start. What's one of the scariest things you've ever done?
1: Oh my goodness. I think one of the scariest things I've done is um Put myself in front of an audience
0: mm.
1: that was scary <laughs> it is, still is
0: scary <laughs> is that in general terms or are you thinking of a specific time that you put yourself in front of an audience and that was scary to you
1: you know I think um I I was I, I was a performer in uh musicals when I was in high school And I remember having this burning desire to do it. But when the actual moment came where the curtain was coming up and you're facing this audience, you're like, oh, boy, oh, boy, I better have my act together. And but there was, on the other hand, uh, the thrill of that, too. So it was kind of a double edged sword for me. It was scary, but it was very exciting.
0: That's right. Now, I know there are a lot of famous people. And I want to say that Julie Andrews is one of them. We'd have to look it up, but that she would routinely throw up before she went out stage went on stage
1: yeah I have I get terrible nerves terrible nerves almost to the point where I hyperventilate and uh to this day if I have to speak in front of a group of people I get those bad jitters but I think it in a way it it kind of makes me check myself just to to make sure that all my ducks are lined up and that I don't get too careless about how I'm speaking to a group and representing myself. And I want to be honest and you know give them a truthful presentation. So uh, I think there's that's okay to feel that way. Absolutely. And like you say, you're,
0: you end up using it in a really constructive way. And obviously, it's a very common thing to feel before you're going to be in front of a group. And as somebody who has seen you in front of a group, I will share with our audience that you come across as very poised and um, prepared, confident, elegant. I mean, all those wonderful words that
1: are you. Oh, I'm so glad that I come across that way because inside it's a bag of jitters. (laughs) But
0: that's good. That's good. You hide it very well. Who? (laughs) uh, Okay. Oh, I'm backing up one question. What's something that not many
1: people know about you? Oh, um, that I was born and raised in Pennsylvania. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, and, I live you, in, and I live in California now, so.
0: You seem like you could be a California girl, like born and raised, you know, blonde hair, blue eyes, all of that. It looks like you could have grown up on the beach. And how old were
1: you when you left Pennsylvania? I was in my twenties, okay. young twenties. Okay. Yes, yeah, So, California does really feel like my home now. It kind of feels like I was born and raised here, but, um, yeah, my roots are in Pennsylvania. Mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Who is
0: somebody that you would want to have a long leisurely brunch with? This can be (laughs) anybody, anybody (laughs) at all. Who would that be? You'd like to just meet them, talk with them, just spend
1: some time. Oh, that is such a good question. Um, Thank you. Oh, <laughs> <I, laughs> it's so hard? Oh, to meet them. Oh, Oprah Winfrey. Wouldn't that be a conversation? I'd love to meet her. Okay. There you go. Yeah. You know Oprah yeah, out for brunch. Either. Love it. Yeah. Love it. I'd love to be, <laughs> be a fly
0: on the wall while you're having brunch with Oprah. That's a good one. That's a real good one. All right. Two truths and a lie. And I'm going to have to try to guess the lie.
1: Mm. Two truths mm. and a
0: lie, and I will guess the lie.
1: Um, I can sing. I was a teacher, and I am blonde.
0: okay now see when you said i'm a teacher i was thinking you did teach art you know yeah yes yes and um what was the first one i know you sing so that rules that one out And you are blonde, and that rules that one out. So I don't even know which one to pick, because to me, they're all true.
1: (laughs) I am not blonde. The real blonde is not what you see. Only my hairdresser knows that one. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. What is your natural color? It's kind of like an ash blonde, but truth be told. Probably all gray right now. Okay. Right, okay, but in the blonde family, in the blonde, yeah, family. okay, but yeah. It, yeah, okay, but and yeah,
0: your your hair color is beautiful. And your hairdresser, your stylist, does an excellent job. Okay, that was a good. That was a good one. That was really tricky. That was a tricky one. All right, Deborah, we talked mm-hmm. about some of this. Where do you find your worth? Because that's one of the things that I'm very interested in having created this podcast and opening up conversations with women, because I think that's something that we grapple with from a very young age. And now that, you know, we are, you know, getting older, of course, everyone is, but hopefully we've, we've gathered some wisdom along the way. Where do you find your worth?
1: I, I, um, I really, Feel my worth when I uh, am am helping someone uh, in the field that I love, and it's helping them to feel great about themselves. Mm-hmm. That really gives me a lot of joy. That gives me a lot of um, that that I have helped someone in that way. Because we all have doubts about ourselves, about how we look and how we carry ourselves out, and. And if I could share something with that person that lifts them up, oh, that that really makes me happy. Mm-hmm. I
0: love that your worth, uh, the equation of your worth includes reaching out to another. I think that's really beautiful because it's very selfless. Well, on the one hand, you're, you're giving of yourself. You're also pouring into someone else and you're seeing their reaction that's very um like an aha moment or fulfilling or edifying to them in some way and that 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 comes back it's like a circle i mean that comes right back to you and helps you to feel uh that you've you've contributed you've made a difference it's very satisfying that's
1: yeah yeah very satisfying yeah yeah, yeah then i've helped someone mm-hmm.
0: beautiful what is one of the wisest things anyone ever said to you? Like it's one of those things and there's, you probably have a half a dozen or more, but you just, you hang on to it time and time again, you come back
1: to it. This is a good one. Take the high road. The view is much better up there. (laughs) I love that. And I've shared that with friends and children and um, myself. When there are times where you got to remember you know what, this is just one of those times that you just need to take the high road, right?
0: Love it, love it. Yes, yes. And I will
1: say I have definitely
0: used that advice as well with with my youngest in particular, and uh, it is an incredible saying. Do we know where it came from?
1: I mean, did it? Um, You know, I was in a tough situation where, you know, wanted to do the right thing, and I was talking to this couple, who uh, are very very dear friends of mine and um they since have moved out of my my town that I live in but I still adore them and in chatting with them about this sticky situation um you know I said okay this is what I'm going to do and the the husband of my friend actually said that to me and it just resonated with me especially the second half because the view is so much better there right and I just, uh, I just went, that should be my mantra for the rest of my life. (laughs) (laughs) Because we've heard take the high road before. I mean, that
0: part, you know, we've, we've heard that before, but that extra thing of the view being better, it really does give it the fullness and the richness that goes behind that saying.
1: Gosh, exactly. Yes.
0: Yes. I love that. I love, love, love that. (laughs) what makes you laugh? How do you have fun?
1: Oh, well, uh, what makes me laugh are, um, my, my kids, you know, cause they bring out the worst in me and they bring out the best in me. And, and of course m- my husband has a real funny bone. So I just, um, when we get in a role, it's kind of, a lot of a lot of uh, laughter and uh, kidding and uh, you know just genuine love for one another and uh, that is the first thing that popped into my head. Um, I I also um, the other thing that that gives me a lot of joy is is um, I I love what I do. I love. Where I'm at right now in my life and what I've chosen to to do and when I look back on it It's it's something that I have always loved my entire life and that's exploring the world of fashion and I just Oh, I just um, I never get tired of it. I really don't
0: That's wonderful and that was a beautiful transition segue into The meat of what we're going to talk about today and that is that I call it our third act, you know, I mean, cause we're, we're in our third act. If we, we're, we're going to do numbers and all of that. I love that. It's never too late. I love that you can still discover and explore and not even just discover and explore, but really bring to fruition this passion that you've had. So let's trace back your
1: passion for fashion. Mm. Where did that begin? I think, you know, for me, it went back, way back to high school. I always, I couldn't have that normal uh, prom dress. It had to be really something different, and no one else was going to have it, and half the time I ended up uh, having having it made, I would make it, and or alter it in some way. But then I moved into, uh, once I graduated from college, uh, I mean, high school, I decided to become an art teacher, so I just... I just felt that that creative sense in me um, was something that was was endless and that I, I could be good at it. And so I chose to become an art teacher and finished college with my degree. And I was certified to teach uh, kindergarten through high school and uh, did that for a time. And then I moved on to um, working for Nordstrom. And really fell in love with the retail industry and how they were. And although I was leaving behind my my teaching, this was just a new ball of wax for me. And throughout my different jobs that I had there, they start everyone on the floor. And then you work up to maybe being a manager. They, they give you a lot of directions that you want to go into. But what I fell into was personal shopping. Mm. And I did that for a time. And then after that I uh, was promoted into the fashion office where I did the fashion shows for the Utah region and then finally I did their special events in California throughout the region here so I've had basically my art background and that creativity within every job I've had just about yeah every job I've had and you know, diving into the world of fashion was just exhilarating to me. It was like the ultimate in creativity and working with textures and colors and putting on a show, having been in musical theater, I, that was just such an, a no brainer for me to, to do fashion shows as well as the special events because you were constantly thinking in a creative way. So fashion has been with me uh in my heart for a long time long time
0: oh, okay the whole time let me ask you what made you want to go from teaching art over to Nord- Nordstrom because that that's a, a different completely different although you ended up using some of those same skills
1: right yeah well that that transitioned um because uh I was I was I was teaching in um, uh, Park City in Utah, and uh, the summertime would come, and so I took a job during the summer because you were on a break, and I found out I made so much more money working as as a as a, a, a salesperson on the floor at Nordstrom than I could make being a teacher as disheartening as that was, it was, it was pushing me into an area that I kind of liked it. I thought it was, it was fascinating and it was challenging. And, um, I just fell in love with, with, uh, working with clothes. So it was, it was kind of like a, a, a funny transition, but I always felt that that teaching background always served me yes. when I helped mm-hmm. customers out. So I, I felt that I didn't totally leave that. And, of course, the art background and all the knowledge behind color theory and all, all of my art background came into play um, when I worked in the fashion area. Okay. So it, it just it kind of blended right into the next thing for me. They actually
0: complemented each other in a way that, you know, you really couldn't even have planned all of this when you when you turn around and look back, right? Right. I mean, The way right. that everything has sort of dovetailed into the next thing—such a beautiful thing. Yeah. All right. So then, then what? You have kids. You're home raising kids. So tell us, mm-hmm. tell us what happened to all of that during that time?
1: Well, when. I um, got pregnant and had my first child. I made the decision to stay home and to raise uh, him and um, our second child, our daughter. And uh, that, that was, for me, that was the right decision. And I loved every second of that. And as the kids got a little older, I decided to kind of delve back into personal shopping on my own. And first started with helping girlfriends with cleaning out their closets. And then, you know, I'd get an occasional call. Oh, I need to go to a wedding. Help me pick out what dress. And so that kind of morphed back into my life. Mm. Once kids were in school and I had some free time and, um, and that kind of stayed, um, that way until they left for college and beyond. And so I was able, once they were in college, I had, more time to uh, delve into being a personal shopper and do that for a while. So, and then becoming an empty nester, it's, uh, you know, I kind of thought, okay, where else can I take this? And that is what brought me to where I am right now, where I knew that I had still a lot of creativity left in me. I still love fashion. I still wanted to help people. I still wanted to, to to go there. And there you have it. Instagram is standing in front of me saying, how about this? And of course, when you have a 20 something year old daughter encouraging you, you're like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> and for me, I never do anything a little bit. I kind of got to go in with both feet, both hands, both the whole thing and try and figure it out. And so that's what I'm doing right now. And I love it.
0: Okay. So tell us what you're doing on Instagram. That, okay, that's relating to obviously, it's related to fashion because that's your passion.
1: So right. You uh, i I made the decision that um, I had something to offer my age group, which is forty to sixty plus women. Mm-hmm. And my background, I could blend the my knowledge of fashion through an Instagram by posting photographs of me wearing, the trends and how do you wear those trends when you're over 40 and you don't want to look like your 20 something year old daughter. Uh, You want to look, you want to look sophisticated. You want to look classy. Um, I don't want to feel old and I don't want to look silly. And so that is the heartbeat of my Instagram that I have. I'm constantly, um, Talking about the fit of things, the color of things, how to put this with that. Um, maybe you might want to try something fun and new. And um, you know, if we're embracing our age, let's let's do it in a way that when you get up, you you feel fantastic when you get dressed. You have to get dressed anyway, so you might as well put something fantastic on. So that that is where my 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 joy comes from putting myself out there and, and inspiring other women to, Hey, maybe I can look okay in that. And Mm -hmm. so that's where you, that's where I come into being an influencer for women of, um, in, in their midlife.
0: And when you started, you knew nothing really about Instagram, correct?
1: I knew next to nothing. I knew a, a little bit, but, um, Uh I I thought, well, let's let's Google everything. Let's figure this out. Let's have a conversation with your daughter and see, take a look at hers and what she's doing, and uh, you know, the whole how many followers you have, and and does that is that important? And so the more I educated myself, it was like going to Instagram school, the more I educated myself, the more excited I got about doing it and saying, if they can do it I can do it oh, yeah. and let's see where this takes me and it's been um, a very very fun journey for me and I really um, I really love what I do and I I, I have now uh, Instagram friends who are women my age all not only all over the United States but all over the world oh, yeah. and, and these are these are friends that communicate back and forth to me. And we talk about, you know, what have you posted today? And let's, let's take a look. And that's a great outfit. And it's just this nice, uh, beautiful world of newfound friends that I hope one day I will be able to get to meet some of them because I've become very close with, with some of them. And, and they are, it's, it's a different type of friendship. It's through Instagram, but, the feelings are definitely sincere, back and forth. And um, and uh, the most successful women that I have met through Instagram have been the most generous wow. in in helping me. And I am definitely passing the torch to to the next person that is trying to do this and struggling, and they don't understand how something works. But that has been the most unbelievably sweet gift from this whole experience of working with Instagram is how many women have stepped up and said, I will help you. I, I just, I was blown away by that.
0: And okay. So you've got all these women who are eager to help you and that's a beautiful thing. And then have you already found that there are women that are reaching out to you for your
1: help? Oh, definitely. Definitely. Right. Right. I mean, and you can create little, little groups where you kind of have a little tribe where you have this pack, like, okay, there's, there's 10 of us and, and make sure that you, you check their post out for the day and, and comment on it and follow them. And, you know, let's just support each other and get things going for this new person. That's really trying hard to get their, their feet off the ground in their Instagram. And so, um, that's that's one important way that um that I'm I'm working with it right now and that's very fulfilling in, within itself right there right it sounds like it's uh it's really multidimensional
0: i mean it's not just here's a picture of me in this outfit i mean there's so much more that goes into it not just the the posting of it but the relationships you've developed the inspiration that you're being to other women And then also now being able to mentor uh, others Mm -hmm. who are wanting to do something either similar or something on Instagram that you can help them with.
1: Right. And also, I'm teaching. I'm teaching the viewers how to put together outfits. What is happening in the fashion area? How can I make myself uh, appear? You know, how do you wear that blouse and jeans and not look sloppy how do you mm-hmm. how do you put this new trend with what I already own and so it's a it's a kind of an educational thing uh, uh too on my part is that um, I want to help um uh, uh, let everybody know that when you are of a certain age that there are ways to put outfits together and you look great all right question
0: some of this you've gathered through your own um, passion and your own experience. Are you also, like, how are you keeping up on trends? Do you find yourself, like, either following certain people or are there certain sites that you go to to kind of keep up on things so that you're, yeah. you know, you're in, in the know, so to speak?
1: Yes. there. That's a great question again um, because I think if I'm, I'm doing what I'm doing, I, I need to be up on the trends and I need to follow them. And, and of course, working with Nordstrom, they really they really helped you understand what was on the floor. And the reason why it's on the floor is because it's trending right now. And there's usually two big times of the year, the spring and the fall, where the new trends come out. And, um, and so that's when the fashion shows are happening. And uh, so I make a, a grand effort to uh, Google uh, what the trends are Check out the magazine, see what's online to see what's what they're showing. My, uh, my go-to always is always back to Nordstrom to see what they're showing. I have to educate myself on what the trends are so that gives me credibility. And it's not just because I think it's pretty and that this goes cute with that. There is the background that I have learned through studying what is happening in the trends so that I can encourage people who are following me, just, you know, that I adjust, I know this uh, shoulder pad thing might come back, but you just might, might grow to like it because if you put this with this, it doesn't look like it did in the nineties, you know? So I, I think it's, it's crucial that I understand what the trends are. And, and that, that's kind of like my, my most important thing that I, that's my my wheelhouse in my Instagram. That's the thing that I want to bring to the table is my knowledge of fashion and trends and, and clothing.
0: And how to put it all together and look good doing it. Well, and you're, you're so talented at it. You've, You've gathered so much experience. And as you say, you continue to educate yourself. How much time are you spending on this? Um, either by day or week i mean is there
1: a formula that you sort of follow or a structure uh, yeah i do i do and i i like structure because that kind of that kind of helps pace me i i try not to put too many things on the table in a day because i i'm i could go i could go down the rabbit hole for hours and go oh my gosh it's dinner time where did that day go so i try to pace myself because I don't want to drain out all my creativity too, so and I also like to give myself breaks because you can get very overwhelmed with uh, Instagram and doing what you do, and then you don't get to see the big picture of what what's what's happening out there, and you're uh, you're burnt out on it. So I I like to give myself a, a couple breaks during the week, and there are in, there are influencers that that do something every day, but that works for them. And they've got their rhythm. I'm, I, I do almost every day, but I like to take my breaks uh, on the weekend. And on uh, Monday, Monday for me is a day where um, I'm really focusing on what I want to present for the week. I am either taking pictures or making plans for what, what is po- what I want to post that week. Mm-hmm. Are there new trends, et cetera, it's that type of thing. So I do kind of have a bit of a formula.
0: Okay. I love it. I love it. The structure helps you. And then I Mm -hmm. would imagine as your followers um, are paying closer and closer attention, they realize that there is some um, structure to what you're doing and some intentionality behind it.
1: Correct. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And it's interesting. uh, And anybody that does Instagram will find that there's certain times of the day and certain times of the week that um your personal posts seem to be viewed more so in the beginning you kind of have to figure that out like what time is that what what times are the golden hours for me because when you have followers that are from all over the world you know you may be looked at on new york time and you're you're sound asleep you know you're so you have to kind of figure out when the golden hours are for you a lot of times people come uh, and on Instagram when they're having their lunch and some people do it after their dinner. So Instagram provides you, um, a kind of an activity page to see kind of where your views are happening the strongest, which is perfect because then you can kind of figure out when you want to post and then you kind of have to blend that into your personal life. Like I don't want to post at 10 PM at night. I'm too tired. I, <laughs> I'd rather do it fresh in the morning. So you have to kind of balance that in too. <laughs> oh, that's great. I
0: love what you're doing. I think it is so um, important, not just, not just, well, it's important sort of twofold. One for you, because this is your heart's desire and it's melded and merged together all the things you've loved to do, all the experience you've had, all the passion that you have. You, I mean, you can tell just by speaking with you about this, you know, you're, you're, you just, you sparkle and you've got this radiance and, and talking about it. And then also you're you're helping the women who are following you, who are, um, you know, wanting to see what the trends are and, you know, wanting to look, you know, not frumpy and, you know, I mean, I don't, I'm trying to think of my own grandmother like my grandmother. What? Yeah, she had her own style, but it wasn't the current style. I mean, was your grandmother, would you call her a current? Was she dressing in current style?
1: No, 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 huh? No. No. Yeah,
0: see, that's, yeah, I love. Well, yeah, why not? Why can't we? Yeah,
1: why not? And, you know, you're making a good point is that our grandmothers, even our mothers, dressed differently when they were uh, 40, 50, 60 than the women today. Yes. I think the women today, 40, 50, 60 are very current and they, 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 you know, I can picture some of the outfits. My mom, it was a house dress, you know, which she wore Um, and and nothing wrong with that. But I think women are are living longer and they're wanting to, they're feeling good about themselves. They, they want to look better. And so this is, you know, I think it's a shift that has happened in our generation.
0: Well, and I think, too, I'm thinking like Diane Keaton, Meryl Streep are in their 70s. They look fantastic. Uh-huh. They're dressing, I think, in ways, you know, that are fashionable and attractive. And, and Jane Fonda is 82, and she's still dressing in really, you know, beautiful, beautiful
1: clothes. I know. So amazing. Yes. And that, to me, is inspiring. There are people that inspire me, The all, all the ones you just named right there, and and of course my friends on instagram i'm just like oh they're so good and they're so beautiful and we're all the same age right so it's uh, you get you get inspired by others too as well and when you say beautiful you don't necessarily
0: mean just a, for a, an appearance but but because they're confident and all there's an inner beauty as well is i'm just guessing
1: you also mean that is that correct absolutely because i feel when you are putting on something that just feels good and you know it looks good on you, your confidence level goes up. And that's where I feel the joy when someone is getting that from what they've put on. Not to put down sweats because I've worn my share during this time, <laughs> but I do feel differently when I put a different type of outfit on that's not sweats and not A super casual outfit. Right. And so sometimes I have to like, let's just start the day, not in your sweats. Let's just start the day makeup, hair, and outfit. And I perform better, even (laughs) if it's from the comfort of my own home, right? (laughs) That's
0: a good one. All right. So question. Mm -hmm. Is there any downside? to this you've you've become an instagram influencer you've through the course of i'm thinking it's been about a year maybe a little longer you've uh, gathered a lot of followers that all just seems fantastic is there any kind of downside to this
1: well i well one one thing that is um obvious but maybe not to all but when you are choosing a, uh, the social platform such as Instagram you are you're a book on open book and anybody can follow you um, it's not as if you are on Facebook and you have to accept the friend it's very different you, you are totally open to anybody and everybody. Um, but the good thing about Instagram also is that they're, they have ways where you can be protected. You can, you can block people and they won't know that you've blocked them or, uh, you can report people. Um, but, um, you know, it's, it's, that's the thing that you put yourself at risk for. And, um, you just want to be smart about how you're posting and what you're posting. And, um, it's, it's it's just the risk you take. That's, that's right. what it is. Um, the only other downside I would even say about Instagram is, is, um, you, you just, you get so, and, and I, this is when we were talking about a routine for me. Uh, you can, you can really get sucked into posting and posting and posting and posting. And then you, you've lost clear sight of everything. So, um, that would be a downside where you're just, you just obsessed by it. And I don't mm-hmm. think that's healthy. I think, right. um, we have a, a, platform that you're using for a cause and a reason and what is your road that you're going down? What's your, what's your path? What's the reason that you're doing that? And if you're clear about that, then you won't lose sight of that. And, right. um, for me, it's, it's, is presenting fashion and, uh, for women in their midlife. And that to me is, um, it's, it's clear, it's clear what, I'm, and so I don't get out of focus. I don't start going down these other alleys that I really am not an expert in. Um, right. So I think that's that's important to keep in mind.
0: Right. That's excellent. That's really good. A really good point. Um oh I should oh I know. I had it and then <laughs> it went and then it came back. I I wanted to kind of just ask you, like as somebody who's gotten very well versed in this aspect of social media. At what point, or maybe you've seen this with other people, I'm curious as somebody who's new maybe to that particular avenue, but not as new in others, where's the saturation point? I mean, do you, do you feel like there are some people that, oh, my gosh, they post two or three times a day? Or, or, or is there that? I mean, I'm just sort
1: of curious. Like, do you? what are your thoughts on that? Well, yes, there are definitely people that um, there's one person that I I just happened happened to, she kept coming up on my feed. And I'm like, my goodness, that's the fourth time she's posted in a day. Mm. And it almost to me was enough. I've seen enough of her today. And and I certainly wouldn't want to get that kind of negative reaction. So, uh, you know, there are people that, post maybe twice a day, um, which I think if they're trying to gain a lot of followers, maybe that's the reason why they're doing that. Um, you know, I my philosophy is I just want to give them enough to want to see more. <laughs> right, right. Oh,
0: that's good. Excellent. Um, yeah, that's good because I, I've always been kind of curious about that, and I'm sure that's sort of different for different people, but I wondered about your thoughts on that. Mm -hmm. Right. So, Tell me about, um, you know, your your home, we're quarantining what self, whatever it is we're doing, uh, isolating at home or whatever, all the little lovely phrases that we're doing. So what is so great about what you're doing is that you can still do this. And so you're not probably all that impacted by the current
1: climate or have you been impacted? And if so, how? You know, uh, it's. Uh, I'm glad you asked it because I'm basically doing now what I did before the current crisis. I my pattern, my my daily routine is the same. Um, my my photographs that I take um, are around my home and in my home, and that's pretty much what I did before the only downside is that if I wanted to do a shoot outside at a location, I have to be very careful where that is and where I go. And, um, to just be, be aware of that and be careful. That would be the only downside. But you know, my basic routine is just pretty much par for the course of what it was before. Mm -hmm. And I, I like that. I mean, I feel like I haven't been thrown to, um, sideways on this this whole um situation that I'm just kind of able to focus my my posts I want to be even more thoughtful and um aware of the daily things that we're dealing with. I want to maybe interject some of that in the post somewhere. Um, I, I want to show kindness in this. I I've never wanted to be on Instagram to say, Oh, look at me. Oh, look at me. That that's not, that's not what I, I want to come across as it's um, it's more of back to the same as what we were talking about is helping women in their midlife. And um, that would be, that, that's my focus always. Mm-hmm.
0: That's great. You return back to that. Have you been recognized? <laughs>
1: Uh, I would say, uh, in, in my followers, uh, because you want to build your followers. So that's been satisfying and I've been reached out, uh, to by other larger groups of women to be a part and to post on their big Facebook pages and that, um, and I've done some, I did a Facebook live for the first time the other day and. Um, that was exciting. So, you know, being recognized for that, um, and being brought on board to another person's platform, that's, that's very honorable. And I feel, um, that that was a real, real beautiful thing to have happen. And that's validation for me too, that, okay, I'm doing the right thing. This is good. I'm getting it out there. And it's like, validating all of my work and what i'm doing and the other thing is companies are reaching out to me and they want me to um help their brand by posting their items in incorporating with what i do and um a lot of brands have reached out to me but a lot of them don't follow the same core that i am looking at um meaning what well, for instance, there is a, uh, a beauty line that is for, it's, it's all about anti-aging. So I'm like, yeah, let me post about that. Who doesn't want to know about anti-aging in their forties, fifties, and sixties. And then there was another company that, um, uh, had a special pant that made you slimmer because of the fabric they used. I'm like, great. I'd love to post something about that. And so I, I like to kind of, cherry pick which ones I want, because if I have 10 of them and I'm, I really don't stand behind five of them. Then why are you doing that? Why are you taking that time? Mm -hmm. I want to stand behind the ones that I believe in. Absolutely. And and so that's, that's been nice that companies are email, emailing me and reaching out to me saying, do you want to collaborate on this? And so it's, that's been um, validating to me too.
0: Well, and yeah, the believing in it part makes such a huge difference.
1: Uh, Yeah, right. Because then you won't believe the post. You won't believe what I'm saying. If my expression on my face and the words that I'm saying uh, are are false, you're going to realize that. And I don't, especially the beauty stuff, I won't post about it unless I've tried it. And these companies encourage that. They want you to try and experience it. And um, and, and have a good experience with it. So that's the other thing too, is like, I'll, I'll give it a try and see how it is. So that's been kind of exciting brands that I didn't think to use. Very good. And then
0: mm-hmm. you've probably incorporated some of these then into your daily routine or your wardrobe
1: or whatever it
0: is because you, you end yes. up really liking them. And yeah. Your followers get to know about them too.
1: Yes, that's, that's exactly right. And, um, these collaborations work all different types of ways. They'll either give you the product or they'll they will um, they'll give you a little commission. It, they just all work everyone's a little bit different than the next person right. and so you just kind of have to come to an agreement and then they give you um, some guidelines on what their expectations are of their brand and I think that's fair because I don't want to represent a brand in a way that they are not coming across on their website. So right. I like I like the guidelines on that too. That's very helpful. Good. Okay. So what's next? It's
0: kind of like you're you're living the dream. Like all the different strands of your life have come together in this really beautiful way to where you are now doing. Um. Kind of like the accumul. It's cumulative from everything you've done before. It's all now one thing, one big beautiful thing. Is this nirvana? I mean, have you have you is, is this it or is there still
1: is there still something you haven't reached that you want to reach? Well, I think I'm pretty happy and content with what I'm doing right now, and I don't feel the stress of getting up and going to work and oh I gotta do this. this. You know, I don't have any of that dread of you know, if if I had a goal in life is to remove that from my life, that would be it. And I'm kind of there right now. I don't dread what I'm doing. I love what I'm doing. And if, if I were to say, to take that to the next level, it would be to do more collaborations and, and to have that experience behind me. Uh, I would, you know, just whatever more Instagram has to offer on the next level, I would love to explore it and, You know, with with even what the world is happening right now, people are becoming very creative on how they come across in social media and what they're doing. And who knows what what the next step would be for me in this? Maybe it's I'm just not quite sure, you know, where where it will be. I mean, I I'm I'm supporting a, a small business in a nearby town because it's it's female owned and it's a mother daughter owned and they're struggling so i i said let me let me help you in any way i can to bring the awareness that you 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 want to get sales going in your store so that was something that once the stores all shut down they were scrambling trying to figure out ways to make sales so i did not expect to do that and that that has been a, a, just a bright new thing for me to do so i'm kind of uh <laughs> The answer lately for me is sure, let's do it. Let's give it a try. Why not? A year of yes. <laughs> year of yes. Yeah. Well,
0: you are an inspiration. And it awesome. is so beautiful to see that you are the very kind of woman that we are talking about on this podcast, which is unabashed. You are yourself without apology. You are very clear on your worth. You are a wise woman. And you know how to have fun, as I, can pers- as I can personally attest to. So, if you would like to find Deborah and follow her on Instagram, please email me at unabashedu at gmail.com and I'll make sure that uh, we get you connected. Deborah, my friend, I thank you so much for sharing who you are and what you're doing with us. Today on uh, the latest episode of Unabashed You, and so what I'll do on my end is I'll start editing and do my thing, and then I will let you know when it is ready for you to view and listen to. And I can't wait to get your feedback. This has been so fun, and I, you know, I I could absolutely see further collaborations where maybe we, you know, every so often we have Deborah on for a segment and. You're telling uh, the viewers, yes, telling the viewers about fashion and some things that we should be and could be looking for. I think it would be fantastic. I'd love to do
1: it. I would love to do it too. Rochelle, thank you so much for this opportunity, my friend. You're so it, the pleasure was all mine.
0: Oh, good, because it was mine too. <laughs> all right, love you, girl. I'll talk to you later. Okay.
1: All right, talk to you later. Bye.
0: You can really feel the excitement in Deborah's voice as she shares her latest adventure, inspiring women on social media and other collaborations with fashion tips, tricks, and trends. Ladies, you know exactly what it feels like when you put on that special outfit and you've got just a little bit more bounce in your step and you feel a little bit more confident. You feel pretty, and there's nothing wrong with that. We appreciate you spending this time with us at Unabashed You. For more thoughts on this and previous episodes, visit us at unabashedyou.com. We have blog posts for each episode, photos, inspiring quotes. Do you have ideas, feedback, or want to be a guest? You can email us at you at gmail.com. Deborah, thank you for being the guest in this episode, and in your honor, the following blessing. Almighty God, who has promised to hear the petitions of those who ask in thy Son's name, we beseech thee mercifully to incline your ear to us who have now made our prayers and supplications unto thee, and grant that those things which we have faithfully asked according to thy will may effectually be obtained to the relief of our necessity and to the setting forth of thy glory through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. There it is ladies. Now go be unabashed. Be you.